Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis, and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Shall we? Let's begin. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Another week, another episode. Yes, this is episode 13. Yeah, we got a week straight, finally. <laughs> finally. We're getting it together. And we're doing chapters 57 through 64. And this week, we're calling the episode, The Surreal Was a Dreamer? Tear, tear. Tears. All the tears. Um, The, like, subtitle of that is, like, R.I.P. But, like, ugh. I know. So many feels. I totally forgot about this whole section with the surreal, with Elaine, with Cassie and all of it. Everybody. I, I remember, I remembered the events taking place. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember how the events made me feel. I forgot <laughs> like, that the surreal was killed. Uh, I totally forgot about that. So I was, oh, I was a mess. So upsetting. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let's start with chapter 57. Again, I'm loving the short chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, summary for that, this was like a, ah, summary for me. Um, and I put, with the help of Elaine, Feyre tracks down the surreal. What'd you notice? I was not anticipating Elaine being the one to be able to track the surreal. Like, yeah. that was so surprising. Cause I don't know. I just didn't, oh, she's a seer. So like, I get in theory that she'd be able to see where the surreal was. Right. But I felt like seer was more future mm. prediction, not, you know. Where can I find somebody? Right. Um, and I was like, how did Feyre even think that Elaine would be able to do this? I don't know, but it was convenient. It was. And it worked. <laughs> um, let's see. So, but we first start off with more heading off to battle. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I don't have any particular quotes to pull out, but I was just like over, I was like, oh my God, be safe. Yeah. Like it was not, her going out there didn't seem to like change the tide at all. It just no. seemed like. Now she's caught in this mess, and I know Feyre has a mission right now, but I am so nervous Mm -hmm. for the inner circle back in this battle right now. I know. But you could tell, like, Moore was so excited when Feyre, like, convinces her to go. She's like, yes, it's like the Morrigan going to fight. Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm happy, like, she's able to go help Cass and Az. Yeah. So, like, that's good. Yeah. and she literally, like, jumped in right before, like, just in time to save Ass's life. So right. it's like, that was convenient timing. Yes. Um, but then, so Feyre goes to Elaine, asks mm-hmm. for her help, and she implants an image of the surreal in her mind, mm-hmm. which we know the surreal, if you just glanced at it, is terrifying. Right. So I thought it was um, funny how Feyre said, do, do, do. She said that she planted the image of the surreal there, trying to infuse it with safety. The truth that it looked terrifying, but had not harmed me. And I was like, <laughs> I think it's very important to clarify that, because Elaine yep. very easily could have been like, ah! no. For sure. Um, and it's, it's just, like, Elaine has no mental shields up at yeah. all. Like, Farrah points that out. And she said it was, like, iron with, you know, spring flowers over it. Yeah. Which is just, like, it's cool to think of, like, what everybody's... Minds are like? Yeah, mind yeah. gates are. 
Because um, in a little bit, because I noticed that too, we like get a glimpse into Nesta's mind, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is so intriguing. Yeah, how we're all everybody's different. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So Elaine manages to see it, and her phrasing I think was interesting. She says it moves through the world like the breath of the western wind, and you're like. What does that mean? I don't know. This whole seer thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just the surreal. Like, what? Uh, true. The surreal, like, we understand that the surreal knows, like, everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, what other powers does, like, it's this creepy creature. Yeah. What other cra- powers does it have? It's a great question. How does it move? I don't and, know. And also, why does she even have to track it? She's never had to go track it. Like, the past few books, the first time she just wandered into the spring woods and was able to trap it right there. The next book, she's... It, you know, in the middle of the woods with Reese right. in the middle, and it just appears there. So I was like, no, she trapped. So those two times, she set out something to, like, bring it in. Right. Now she's like, I don't have time for that. I need to go where it is. Right. But, at the same, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just happened to only take a couple hours in the spring court, and yes. it came about with, what, in 20 minutes an hour when she needed him with Reese. So I was like, do you really even need to try to find where he is? And all of Prithian, I felt like if you just laid a trap, he'd be there in 20 minutes for you. Right. And just know that you're looking for him, Farah. Yeah. Well, um, and maybe. I, I think know. that's us loving on the spirit, surreal a little bit. Yeah. But we'll see. But she does find him very quickly, mm-hmm. as to your point. She mm-hmm. goes to the middle, which is where Elaine says it is. Yep. And she just kind of starts looking around. And I love it. All of a sudden behind her, it says, um, an ancient rasping voice asked behind me, have you come to kill me or to beg for my help once again, Feyre Archeron? And I'm just like screaming. I'm like, nah, it's a cereal. Love the cereal. I know. So, and then we go into our next chapter. Yes. All right. Chapter 58. This was a yikes for me. I, yeah. I put Feyre finds the cereal for the last time. No. No. <laughs> I just, I love the surreal and like, what the heck, Ianthe? This was literally, <sighs> of all the characters in this series, this was probably the last person I ever expected. Yeah. I thought she was done. Like, I thought yeah. after her hand was crushed, she would be totally out of the books. Exactly. You're like, oh, this bee's back? What? what? I, I was shocked. So shocked. Um, okay, so we're with the surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're chatting. There's a lot that happens here. Yeah, so before we even get into the chatting, like, I'm... Farah realizes that it's only been a few months since she discovered, like, that Reese was her mate. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. It's only been a few months since all of this has happened. I don't understand. Like, how I that's feel like possible. it's been years since we saw the surreal last. But, like. It's only been a few months. I was like, what? Time has flown. I mean, like, what's happened between then and now? They find out their mates. They mate. <laughs> they go to Highburn. They, she goes to the spring court. Now she's back, and now they're in a war. Like all of that. How is that all a few months? I don't know. I was like, wait. I feel like it, I feel like it has to be more like six months. There's no way it's only like three. Even still, six months. That's yeah, it. That's. Still. I feel like her and Reese have been together forever at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't <laughs> I know. feel like it's still a fresh, fresh. relationship. So. Oh, that's weird. I hadn't thought about that. Yes, but anyway, so now they start chatting. Yes. Um. So the surreal goes. Thrice now we have met. Thrice now you have hunted for me. This time you sent the trembling fawn to find me. I did not expect to see those doe eyes peering at me from across the world. How does it know that Elaine was looking for it? I know! Interesting. Very bizarre. 
Um, and she asks, she says essentially she wants to know where Highburn's army is hiding, and the surreal lets her know that he can't see it, and it's really just because of the cauldron. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, well, like, how can I find that? He said, use the other to track it. Yes. And then Pharaoh says, Nesta, use Nesta to track the cauldron. And the surreal goes, light calls to like. The king of Highburn does not travel without the cauldron. So where it is, he and his army shall be. Tell the beautiful thief to find it. I like how he calls her the beautiful thief. I know. But I think it's so interesting. It's like Elaine was able to find the surreal. Yeah. But she can't find the cauldron in Highburn. Yeah. Even though the, the cauldron made her. And she's, like, she's different than the surreal. So it's like, why can she find the surreal but not hybrid in the cauldron yeah isn't that interesting well it might even just be because like Farah says elaine says she cannot see it mm-hmm. and then he goes well then use the other one yeah maybe. so like maybe elaine could She's... if she had enough power or had a different kind of power maybe yeah but perhaps whatever nesta stole from the cauldron is enabling her to be stronger especially yeah. if she's a witch yeah you know true <laughs> and so he says that nesta can use bones for scrying yeah in order to track it Mm-hmm. And then, um, so Farah asks about when she tried to nullify the power of the cauldron mm-hmm. and why it didn't work. And he goes, because you did not hold on for long enough. And she says, it was killing me. And his response was, did you think you could leash its power without a cost? Mm. And it's like, okay, so yeah. that spell, not a good idea. No, because she says, I need to die for it to be stopped. He says, so dramatic, human heart. But yes, yes, that spell would have drained the life from you. Mm-mm. Well, that's just, like, not encouraging because that was, like, the only spell to take down the cauldron. So exactly. how's this going to work? Well, maybe not the only spell. He yeah. does hint at something later. But mm-hmm. let's see. What else was brought up? Uh, the Ouroboros. Oh, yes. Okay, so she, because he's asking about, like, she mentions that the bone carver is someone she tried to recruit but right. didn't because of the Ouroboros. And he goes, ah, the mirror of beginnings and endings. And she says, yes, but I cannot retrieve it. And he says, you are afraid to look to see what is within. And she says, will it drive me mad, break me? And his response is, only you can decide what breaks you, curse breaker. Only you. Let, let motivation. Oh Just my gosh. like. It's the best. Like, that could be taken in any context for any person ever. I know. Like, like it's I fantastic. continue to picture the surreal as your bestie that you're talking to over tea, <laughs> and he's giving you the best gossip, and he's also telling you what's up and setting you straight, mm-hmm. and, like, you know what you can do. Like, he just seems like the best best friend ever. That just looks scary. That just looks really scary. Yeah. The surreal is who I want to be my best friend in real life. <laughs> that was a question we had on the Q&A. The surreal. The surreal. I take back my previous <laughs> answer. Let him be my bestie. Um. Okay. And then, oh, he adds one more thing, and this is what I was just referencing. He mm-hmm. says, tell the silver-eyed messenger that the answer lies on the second and penultimate pages of the book. Together they hold the key. And she goes, the key to what? And the surreal says, the answer to what you need to stop high, and we assume high burn. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pause here because, so, apparently there is something else they right. can do to stop Highburn. Right. But the surreal is cut short. Well, also, I like how he calls Amarin, I'm assuming this is Amarin, mm-hmm. the silver-eyed messenger. Ooh. What is she the messenger of? Like, what? Ooh, that's what a great that? question. I know. I thought that was an interesting reference to her. Huh. I wonder if that's, like, a reference to her past life. Maybe. 
on messenger of something. Mm. Mm. Okay. But then his phrasing is cut short. Yeah. Because a wooden arrow. An ash arrow. An ash arrow, sorry, has burst through the surreal's throat. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Bye. Ianthe. Freaking Ianthe. I know. You <laughs> haven't said that in a it's while. It's been a minute. <laughs> I hate this. Ianthe says, why does it even... Why does it talk to you, Pharaoh, when it would not even deign to speak with me? Because you're so much... Because you're the worst. You're terrible. I envy you're terrible. I just... I hate everything. I know. And she's there with two hybrid soldiers, mm-hmm. and that is where the chapter ends. I'm curious, like, I wonder if the Surreal knew that Ianthe was there, and he... Mm-hmm. Because he never gives information without a question like mm-hmm. he doesn't voluntarily give information but he just like voluntarily started telling yeah Farah about Amrin and like where to find mm-hmm. it was to do very it. clear the story had like picked a side in this war and yeah. he was just like here's what you need to know write yeah. this down honey like let's here's go. all the info yeah so I just thought that was interesting I was like does he know somebody's behind him and about to kill him or does he just feel like he needs to just dump all the info I don't know whatever it is it's bad I know Okay, chapter 59, more more yikes from me. I said, Feyre comes face to face with Ianthe once more. What were your thoughts? SJM is literally the queen of cliffhanger chapter endings. <laughs> like, she's a, a phenomenal writer, but literally, like, the end of every single book, like, once you get towards the end, it's like, what happens next? What happens next? Like, you yep. keep flipping through chapters, and this one was like got me I know you literally cannot put it down I have found like I've talked with people who will say like they had a hard time getting started into like the next book Mm -hmm. in one of her series or in the first book of the series and I'm like y'all just need to get like a hundred pages in and then you literally cannot put it down (laughs) you literally cannot yep Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but I just, I love the surreal in this chapter. And it's just, it it's trying to save Farrah's life, but Farrah's trying to save its life. Oh, it breaks my it's, heart. This relationship is so precious. I love it. And for somebody that she knows so little and, like, so, infer- like, she doesn't know anything about the surreal. And yeah. she's only met him. This is the third time. The third time. But the relationship is so amazing. Well, because it's at such pivotal moments in her life. Yeah. Right? The first time we meet the surreal is, like, when she's basically just come into the Fey world mm-hmm. and trying to understand what the hell is going on. Yeah. The second time, that meeting changes the entire course of her life. Because right. now she realizes she's mates with Reese. Mm-hmm. And then this time, it's like... She's desperate to, like, get information for this war. And it was, like, his final act for her. So it's just... Each interaction was, I think, so pivotal. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's so meaningful. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Okay. Which just makes all of this worse. I know. Okay. So, like, Farrah's looking at the surreal. Yeah. So he's been shot by Ianthe. Or it. Whatever. It's been shot by Ianthe. He's on the ground. And he's mouthing to Farrah to run. Oh, this is breaking my heart. Um, no, it's terrible. Ianthe, she's telling Feyre that it took Hybern days to figure out what Feyre had done to her, and she still doesn't really have much use of her hand. Which, good riddance, you you stop. deserve it. So yeah, <laughs> um, and she's telling Feyre that she she got the king to spell the cloak that the surreal is wearing. Yeah, and it basically has like a tracking spell that would be triggered if Feyre kind of got in the vicinity of it so it set an alarm so that's how ianthe you know 
figured out she was there. I was like, that's yeah. actually a really smart plan. Mm-hmm. But also, how did Ianthi know that Pharaoh? Oh, I think Tamlin told her that. Yeah, Farrah that's what had it is. Used the cereal. Yeah. Yep. Freaking so, Tamlin. I know. And then again, the cereal mouse to Farrah to run, which I'm just like, Ugh. but like, so like Farrah notes, she's like, if Ianthi took it alive to Highburn. The Surreal knew it was a possibility. It had begged me for freedom once, yet it was willing to be taken for me to run. Surreal. No. So sweet. Breaking our hearts. Um, but I really, I thought um, this observation from Feyre was just great. So she's like looking at um, Ianthe and realizes there's only those two guards with her. And she says, even after all this time, she still underestimated me. Mm. And I was like, Yes. I love that. Let's do this. So it says, I ducked back around before she could spot me, met the surreal stare one more time, and I let it read every one of the emotions that solidified in me with absolute clarity. The surreal began to shake its head or tried to, but I gave it a smile of farewell and stepped into the clearing. Mm, She's just, you know, we postured last time. We're like, why is this section called High Lady versus Mm -hmm. all the... These, these moments, like, Farah is just, like, at her highest. She is at her best in yeah. these moments, and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's kind of, like, taunting Ianthe, and then she's like, you'll have to catch me first. And then she takes off into a run, into the middle of the middle. Oh, and she, like, I was not expecting this. I was so impressed with this plan, like, coming up with it on the fly. Yep. She runs to the clearing that is the Weaver's Cottage. Yes. Well, and also, as she's running, I thought this was so interesting how the middle was, like, helping her. Yeah, it was, like, like the clearing woods, the way for Clearing her. the way for her, but, like, trying to trip Ianthe and the guards. Right. And you're, like, is, like, is, like, the, the pl- not the planet, is, like, is this land also, like, on their side of the war? Yeah. Like, in the way that the Surreal now is now, like, mm-hmm. is is all of this coming together against Highburn? Like, do they have a chance if, like, the, like... The Earth is fighting the back. The Earth is... The, <laughs> like, planet is fighting back. Like, can the land fight back? Can the land, like, suck Highburn? I don't know, but, Maybe. like... I just was, like, very excited about the, yeah. like, support from... The world, The yeah. magical forest, anyway. But, so, yeah. So, she goes into the Weaver's Cottage, and she just says, help me into it. And that's all we hear. I... I was like, we're going back to the Weaver. I thought we were never going back there again. The Weaver is terrifying. Oh my gosh. So scary. And uh, so now we, again, we can't put it down. So like I said, this was, this chapter, I was like, SJM is the queen of cliffhanger. Like you. Um, so this, this was, this ended up being an in my feels chapter for mm-hmm. me. But um, I said, favorite introduces Ianthe to the Weaver and says farewell to the Surreal. Mm, so th- what'd you notice? Um, I gotta say, this is probably one of Feyre's best plans. Agreed. And for once, it actually, like, pans out how she hopes, which I feel I like know. never happens. Um, but this chapter totally broke my heart. <laughs> totally broke my heart. I feel like I'm gonna read, like, half of this I know, I was gonna say, out. I definitely highlight it a lot. Um, okay, but we'll, we'll start with the Weaver. Mm-hmm. So, it's funny, it's like, we have two conversations almost happening. Right. Ianthe is, like, kind of, like, taunting Feyre, like, why would you go into this you know, cottage, like, we're gonna kill whoever's in there, yes. like, silly girl, like, come out. So she's, like, taunting her. Mm-hmm. But Pharaoh's talking to the weaver. Right. <laughs> on the other side of this door, like, hiding behind an open door. Which, 
she's brilliant because she actually had the common sense to hold the door open and remember the wards that like yep. instantly shut it. So yep. props, Farah, you were smart. Very smart. Yes. Um, and so the conversation with the weaver, the weaver says thief. And then it's like a second later and she says, you've seen my twin. I smell him on you. And then she says, what are you? Like, the weaver's just asking her these I know, questions. And I'm like, like, how do you still smell her, the bone carver? Like, that was a while ago. That it wasn't was like that was, ago. like, a few hours ago. And um, then the weaver says, who did you bring, little wolf? Who did you bring to me? I love that she calls her little wolf. I find it very interesting that she calls I her little wolf. love it. Like, we've never, that title's never come up. And I do want to point out that Reese calls her a wolf in, like, one of the later chapters. I was like, yep. where did this come from? Like, why are we wolfing Farah? I'm pretty sure we used the word wolf also in, like, Mist and Fury when she was, like, coming back into her oh, own. did we? Okay. But, like, it's, I think it's just that idea of, like, she is a predator. Yeah. She cannot be stopped. Mm-hmm. She is powerful. And I'm yeah. just like, you better recognize Weaver. Yes. I know. And Farah's response to that is dinner, <laughs> which I love. Um, but I did think... So part of Farrah's plan, which like in the last chapter, she was like, help me. And we didn't really touch on that, but it's brilliant because mm-hmm. she's making it seem like this is like a refuge for her. And she yeah. knows the person in there and they're going to save her, which is why Anthea, I think, feels comfortable enough to like charge Just in walk after in, her. basically. Yeah. So very smart, Farrah. Very smart. Mm-hmm. But she essentially traps Ianthe and the hybrid soldiers in there. Yeah. And, and busts out. Like she's hiding behind the door, basically. Yep. And then like as soon as they walk in, she like... Sneaks out of the fight. Sneaks out. Have fun. Oh, it's the best. And then it says, I was already hurtling for the trees when the guards and Ianthe began screaming. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to see them again. I mean, I didn't think we were going to see them again last time. I know, but I feel fairly confident with this the time with the weaver. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so Farrah makes her way back to the cereal to try to save it. Um, but it Ugh. tells her that her magic is spent and not to waste it trying to Stop. save him. I was like, Oh, so she says, what, what can I do? And he says, stay, stay until the end. I took its hand in mine. I'm sorry. It was all I could think to say. I had done this. I had brought it here. It says, I knew the tracking. I knew of it. And she said, then why come at all? She's, it says, you were kind. You fought your fear. You were kind. I began crying. (laughs) I've been crying. No. And then it says, and I keep saying it, but it's like, I want I the cereal to be a he or a she. It's very hard for me. That is. But, but that also, I'm this last quote is fair, right? Yeah. yeah. She says, and you were kind to me. Thank you for helping me when no one else would. Hmm. <laughs> a small smile on that lipless mouth. Feyre Archeron, I told you to stay with the High Lord, and you did. It's a it's warning to me the first time we met. You, you met Reese all this time? All this time? Stay with him and live to see everything righted. Yes, I did. And it was. No, not yet. Stay with him. Farrah says, I will. And it says, I don't even, or Farrah says, I don't even know your name. The surreal. It was a title, a name for his kind, which, okay, so are there multiple surreals? I think there's multiple surreals. Interesting. Okay. But this is the the surreal. surreal. Like the Ator. Exactly. That small smile again. Does it matter, Cursebreaker? Farrah says, yes. You should go now. Worse things, worse things are coming. The blood draws them. She says, I can stay a while longer. It was just... I just... Why? Why was this necessary, SJM? Why did you hurt me in this way? It's such an unexpected, like, character to love. And it's such a touching moment. Like, he's been here for her whole journey. 
And I love it. I know. And then um, it's like the surreal is nearing death, and he says, favor Archeron, a request. And Pharaoh says, anything. And then he goes, leave this world a better place than how you found it. And as its chest rose and stopped altogether, as its breath escaped in one last sigh, I understood why the surreal had come to help me again and again, not just for kindness, but because it was a dreamer. And it was the heart of a dreamer that had ceased beating inside that monstrous chest. <laughs> Sob! Like, that is literally the sweetest thing ever. I just, I forget how much, like, I know I love the cereal, but like this just like renewed. I forgot why I love the cereal yes. so much. Because I, again, this is only the second time I've read this book. Yes. And I just, oh my gosh. It was a lot. It was a dreamer. I know. The surreal. Like this ancient creature. I know. This is giving me, I know it's not the same thing, but it's giving me similar like Dobby moments. Yes. This is, this is a Dobby character. Yes. So unexpected. Just saves the world. Yeah. Self-sacrifices. Ah, Dobby. Ah. <laughs> um, I feel like we need to build a memorial for the surreal now. I know. Um. I like I felt this loss like all over again. I was like, why am I mm-hmm. crying? <laughs> I was, know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it was a lot. But it was a lot. Um so Farah's mourning. She's mm-hmm. just weeping. Yep. And out of nowhere, Helion appears. Yeah, not expecting him. Yeah, and he says, Come, Farah, it's not safe here. Come. And she tells him that I can't leave it here like this. And Helion tells her that he'll take care of it. And he's essentially just gonna like burn it with the power of the sun mm-hmm. give it like a little mini funeral mm-hmm. um and she asks for helion's cloak and like wraps him in helion's cloak before they... which is so sweet <laughs> oh stop and then helion says come let's get you to the camp it was the kindness in his voice that cracked my chest but i took helion's hand and they went all back to camp they went all back to camp I just that was a all, all <sighs> the feels chapter. My heart hurts. I know it hurts. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Chapter sixty one. This was a yikes chapter for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I said, Pharaoh returns to camp and discovers the outcome of the battle and how her friends feel about her actions. What'd you notice? I was I was really surprised at more in this chapter. Yeah. That was very unexpected. Yeah. I feel so. like more historically has done a really great job of being encouraging of Feyre. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird seeing her mad at Feyre. Yeah. And like pissed. Not yeah. just mad. Like pissed. <laughs> very, very angry. Yeah. So that was that was just interesting. Yeah. I agree. Um, so she went us back to camp um, with Helion. Mm-hmm. Finds Reese. Essentially just keeps crying yeah and that's okay Mm -hmm. and he's kind of taking care of her cleaning her up a bit and then he takes her to one of the tents where more and asriel are standing before a cot Mm -hmm. and inside of the cot because it just doesn't get better is cassian who's been sliced from navel to the bottom of his sternum and there's a healer trying to heal him there and he's just passed out and it's, like, not a good situation either, where it's no. just, like, a cut. It's deep and... Deep. He has been sliced. Yeah. There's barely any blood left oh. in him. 
So yeah, so that's no good. No good. Um, but it looks like they did win, <laughs> but just barely. Um, and then more turns on Farah demanding to know where she went. Um, yes. We still don't really understand like how Helion knew where Farah went, mm-hmm. but I was like, that's cool skill to have, I guess. We'll let it go. Um, let's see. Farah apologizes to everyone, realizing like she left them with no knowledge of where she was going, and they were in a panic. Which I'm like. How did you, like, you were creating this huge deception to get more away. Like, clearly you knew what you were doing. Yeah. And that if you left, like, people were going to be panicked when they yeah. realized you were gone. I was like, you could have just told Nesta or, like. Like, anybody. Anybody. So that when they came back, they'd know. Right. But, yeah. I Like, I can see why they're panicked. hmm But then she says at one point, um. They all had to think me young and reckless. And, like, I would probably be thinking a similar thing. I'm like, do you guys not trust me? Do you not believe I'm capable? But then, like I said, at the same time, I really understand where they're coming from. Because, like, I know my husband is completely capable. But, like, if I haven't heard from him and it's 8 p.m., I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you alive? Like, just tell me you're leaving. Like, Like, just tell me me you left and that you're fine. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I get it on Mm -hmm. both sides. Well, especially in the middle of war. It's not like this is just a Sunday afternoon. This is like... She she can't be like, hey, by the way. Yeah. I'm just peacing out for a second. Yeah. (laughs) So, but Reese, like, Reese is really sweet to her. He's, like, reminding her that she's her own person and can do whatever she wants. Um, but just reminding her, like, they all worry about her. So yeah. in the future, it would give everybody peace of mind. Just leave a note. <laughs> yes. It's like, Which, okay. Like, fine. So I like how he is nice about it with her. I agree. A good partner in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he also adds, which I think is funny, he goes, I wonder if the Weaver forgives you now. <laughs> and I think she does. I think so. <laughs> um, and then let's see. What else? Um, Cassian awakes. Oh, yep. Yeah, and Reese as and more are pissed at him, which yep. I was like, oh, okay. So apparently Reese had given the order to wait, but Cassian ignored it. Yep, he said, the line was breaking, your order was bullshit. And I'm like, um... Uh, yeah, to which Reese responds, I am your high lord. You don't get to disregard orders you don't like. And Cassian says, don't you pull rank because you're pissed off. He says, you and your damn theatrics on the battlefield nearly got you killed. And even as Reese spat the words, there was panic again in his eyes. His voice, I'm not pissed, I'm furious. And he, Cassian says, so you're allowed to be mad about our choices to protect you, and we're not allowed to be furious with you for your self-sacrificing bullshit? I was like, that is it's pretty accurate. I agree. However, I what little I know of war mm-hmm. is it's like you just – have to listen to the commanding yeah. officer. Like, For Cassian to disregard like his high lord, that's a big deal. That's like if you were in the army, mm-hmm. you'd be in deep shit, no matter if they were right or wrong. Right. Because it's like the concept is like everything will fall apart if we lose order. Right. We have to keep order, even mm-hmm. if you don't like it. Right. So I'm very surprised that a seasoned yeah. commander mm-hmm. would disregard his. Right. And did you think just by you going to those breaking lines, you were going to save the day? Like, no. no. I'm sorry. If there's, like, two people, sure, you can fight them. But, like, the whole line is broken and yeah. they're just flooding in, like, enemy. No, you're not going to change the, like, the way the tide's going. Exactly. So. um, So they're arguing and more and Feyre walk outside, see Nesta, and Feyre tells Nesta he's fine, healed, and awake. So that gives Nesta, like, a moment of peace. Mm-hmm. 
But more is being a class A bitch. I was shocked. I was like, whoa, <laughs> calm down there. I put chill. Yeah, a little aggressive. <laughs> because it says, more said coldly, shouldn't you be refilling that bucket to Nesta? And I'm like, girl? I know. I was like, what is wrong with you? You can't tell her what to do. It's because ne- like she didn't, Nesta didn't try to stop Fair or didn't know where Fair went. I yes. was like, so you're pissed at Nesta? I was like, how about... You don't, like, accept the encouragement to go fight. You actually stand guard on Farrah Nesta duty like yeah. you were supposed You're to. You're the one who disobeyed orders. Just saying. <laughs> but I love that Farrah defends Nesta. She says Nesta is many things, but she is certainly loyal. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. Yes. Defend your sister. True. She did nothing wrong in this situation. Absolutely not. And so Farrah's basically more is like, you lied. And she goes, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you what I planned to do, which is definitely a workaround. Right. But more is like, you nudged me to leave you, insisting you would be safe at the camp. And Thera does say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But more is just like, sorry, sorry. And then goes off into a whole tangent. So like, clearly, as we've noticed with most of these arguments, it's not about what was done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's some deeper issues involved. Yes. So, um, basically, you know, Moore talks about how, like, important she is and how people are hunting her, and, or, sorry, that people are hunting Farah and that it's just really important for her to be safe, right? right? Because it's really, impact. she's an impactful piece of this puzzle in the war. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought it was so interesting. Where was it? Um, so Moore says... Reese might be all smiles and forgiveness, but you still have us to answer to. You are my high lady. Do you understand what it means when you imply that you don't trust us to help you, to respect your wishes if you want to do something alone, when you lie to us? And I was like, that's also a point. Valid. Mm -hmm. Because that is part of being a leader. Yeah. Is like building that trust with your people. People. Mm -hmm. So there was a point. Farrah gets real feisty. Farrah, see, here's the thing. This is like, to me, it's like when you're arguing with your husband about the dishes and then he goes, you're just like your mom. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're like, you, Farrah, mm-hmm. are no longer in this argument. You're just trying to hurt her. Like, yeah. you're just trying to say something that hurts more because. Yes. You're pissed. You're pissed because she did kind of call you out on mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah, this was definitely like This was vengeful. a low blow. Mm-hmm. So Farah fires right back saying, how about the fact that you lie to yourself and all of us every single day? You don't know what you're talking about. And Farah responds, why haven't you ever made a move for Asriel more? Why did you invite Helion into your bed? You clearly found no pleasure in it. I saw the way you looked the next day. So before you accuse me of being a liar, I'd suggest you look long and hard at yourself. And Moore responds, that's enough. Farrah goes, is it? Don't like someone pushing you about it? Pushing you about it? About your choices? Well, neither do I. Moore responds, get out. She says, fine. I was like, whoa. Okay. That was like, Farrah fired back at that. She did. That was a lot. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little inappropriate, but it was a lot. Yes. Like, I know you're emotional right now, Farrah. Like, Cyril yes. just died. But like, that is no excuse to fire back at more like that. Yeah. Because it's like, again, argue about the thing at hand yeah. not just try and like hurt people like lying in general when like, it no. where it hurts them the most like you're just you're just trying to poke her yeah but um the chapter ends with Amrin, who are finally arrives saying every time i leave i let you know every time you lot leave me at home someone manages to get gutted yeah 
I'm like, trying to ease the tension. Welcome, Amarin. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to chapter 62. So this was another yikes for me. Mm-hmm. I said, Nesta searches for the cauldron at Highburn and finds them. Mm. Bum, yeah. bum, bum. Holy heck. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. We may have won the battle, but it definitely seems like we're losing the war. Yeah. Very, very scary. Yeah. And then the end of this chapter. Oh my gosh. Varian and Amran, I am dying. Dead. Dying, dying, dying. Dead, love dead, it. dead. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. We needed so. something to ease up some of this sadness. That and was also great like timing. A great surprise. Delightful. So good. Just delightful. So speaking of Amran. Speaking of Amran. <laughs> she's so insightful. She yep. says, so she's talking to Farah about more. She says, be careful how you push her. There are some truths that even Morgan has not herself faced. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, hmm, hmm, what has she not faced? Curious. Hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. So Amran has brought the book with her, and Farah tells her essentially what the serial told her. So Amran can get to work there. And then Amran also bought, bought, brought mm-hmm. bones and stones for Nesta to scry for Highburn. Yep. And Nesta's totally on board. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I like Nesta who, who participates in I things know. and is I, helpful. I like how she like so tackle. She's like so. I scattered these like some backstreet charlatan, and it'll find the cauldron. <laughs> I was like, yes, Nesta. Yes. I love this. <laughs> these are good Nesta vibes. They are. So, um, Nesta starts doing this, and mm. she's a little nervous. And Cassian, who is sweet, sweet Cassian, who is gutted. Right. Remember, he's just been gutted. Comes up to her. And says, nothing can harm you here. Nothing can harm you. And he's like reminding her of this. Mm -hmm. And then um, from one angle it says, Nesta stood before the map. A fist of bones and stones clenched over it. Cassian remained at her side. His other hand on her lower back. He's just supporting her and making sure. And the fact that like she let him put his hand on her back. I know. Just, I love them. Yes. And so Nesta starts to go deeper to find that connection, but then it becomes very obvious very quickly that Nesta's gone like too deep. Yeah, which Amryn warned her. She's like, don't touch it, just get close. And I think she touched it. Yep. (laughs) Well, when you don't have experience. Right. And it's like, how close is too close? Or like, how close is not close enough? So, like, I don't blame Nesta on this one at all. Right. But. She touched it. She basically did. And then, so mm-hmm. Feyre goes into her mind to essentially try to help her. Mm-hmm. And again, we see what someone's mind looks like. Mm-hmm. So for Nesta, it says, They belonged to an ancient fortress, sharp and brutal. The sort I imagined they once impaled people upon. Mm-hmm. That's Nesta's That's Nesta's mind. mind. <laughs> Versus Elaine is like iron with flowers. Yeah. It's a little harsh. A little harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Feyre goes inside. Feyre finds Nesta. And they're essentially like standing in a war tent with Jurian and Highburn and the Cauldron. Mm-hmm. And Feyre's trying to get Nesta out. Um, and they both kind of agree to go back. But then it says, we felt it. We both did. Not the king or the commanders plotting with him. Not Jurian as he played his deadly game of deception, but the cauldron. As if some great sleeping beast opened an eye, the cauldron seemed to sense us watching, sense us there. What? I was freaking out when I was reading this part. I was like, oh my gosh. Creepy. So intense. I imagine it so clearly though. Like anytime you're like kind of trying to creep around a creature in like a TV or a movie and they just like slowly open an eye. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. And I think it mentions like Nesta just stood there terrified. Which, I don't blame 
I don't either. Nope. Um, so they do get out, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it just obviously like very much left Nesta and Feyre unsettled. Mm-hmm. And she throws little bones and stones and they form like a perfect circle along the western edge of the human yep. territory. So which is the total opposite of where they are. Mm-hmm. So they've been pushing north only to find out Hybern's army is going the completely opposite way. Yeah. So, and like, I know Reese is pissed at himself. He's like, how did I not see this like plan? And I'm like, you should have known better too, but <laughs> right. okay. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there we move into kind of like game planning a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. we have so many high Lords that, right. We have Reese now Tarquin and Helion and, um, wasn't there another one? Um, I mean, Callias and Thesan are coming. That's right. We're yeah. still waiting for them. Um, but so they're kind of game planning a little bit of like, how are they going to handle this? What should they do? And they essentially decide to like rest on it and we'll make a decision the next day. Yep. And suddenly, Varian walks into the tent. Yes. This Doesn't even moment. acknowledge his High Lord. Nope. Just, I imagine him bursting in. Seeing Amran just staring at her and then just like powerfully walking straight yes. towards her. So it says, Varian, he didn't so much as look at his high lord, his focus going right to where Amran sat at the head of the table as if he'd sensed she was here or someone had reported and he'd come running. Amran's eyes flicked up from the book as Varian halted. A coy smile curved her red lips, which I love. Of course. And then it says, there was still blood and dirt splattered on Varian's brown skin, coating his silver armor and close-cropped white hair. He didn't seem to notice her care as he strode for Amran, and none of us dared to speak as Varian dropped to his knees before Amran's chair, took her shocked face in his broad hands, and kissed her soundly. Mm, yes! Soundly! I love this so much. Love, 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 love this. I don't know why, but this couple makes me, like, so stinking happy. This couple brings me so much joy yes because i just i remember when they were first in adriata and Mm -hmm. they were playing like that cat kind of like cat and mouse game with each other of just like watching each other and Mm -hmm. sneaking oh look how far we've come i know and they like i I don't remember who said it but they were like i can't like we can't decide if varian wants to like kill you or like screw you yep she's like can it be both right (laughs) i forgot about that i think he's made his decision he absolutely has. We move into chapter 63. Yes. Um. So summary for this was a yikes. Mm-hmm. I did say, so Farah has a nightmare that unfortunately wasn't just a dream. Mm. So definitely a yikes chapter, but I love how the chapter starts. Oh, it's delightful. <laughs> please, please read. Um. So I thought it was so funny. So it says, none of us lasted long after dinner. Amron and Varian didn't even bother to join us. No, she just wrapped her legs around his waist right there in front of us. And he stood lifting her in one swift movement. I wasn't entirely sure how Varian managed to walk them out of the tent while still kissing her, Aaron's hands dragging through his hair, letting out noises that were unnervingly like purring as they vanished into the camp. (laughs) (laughs) And then Tarquin will alternate who has to deal with them on holidays. I just love it. Like, Tarquin has really good one-liners. Yes, he really does. Ugh. I love this, like, bit of joy. I know. In the midst of all of this sadness. Yeah, because it's about to get worse. (laughs) It gets so much worse. So, essentially, they all go to bed Mm -hmm. because they're exhausted. And Feyre has this nightmare Mm -hmm. about the cauldron. But then she wakes up and realizes something is wrong. She wakes Reese and very quickly 
Nesta bursts into her room and then Amron bursts into her room. Like mm-hmm. they're all sensing something is wrong. They're feeling something is wrong. Yeah. Which is terrifying. She says, I think we opened a door. Which I'm just like, that doesn't, that does not sound good. I don't know what it means, but it does not sound good. It does not. No. Um, and then Nesta's telling them to listen. Mm-hmm. And Pharaoh says, I heard it then. It was a song and invitation, a cluster of notes sung by a voice that was male and female, young and old, haunting and alluring. And, and a, we kind of get cut off there because the other folks can't hear the song. Only right. those who were made. So like Nesta, Pharaoh, and Amran. Mm-hmm can hear this song right i think they called it a siren song kind of like how the sirens call it to totally people. reminds me of that yeah um oh also as consistent. i was gonna say sort of his shadows yeah he says hear that and she says no but the shadows the wind they recoil ooh. Like, like ooh, you're so interesting what is all. how can as sense it that's know. just so mm, okay but it's starting to get distant and withdraw. Mm-hmm. And Feyre goes, I think it's leaving. So and we, we're hoping we're good. Yeah. Um, but so Varian says, so you three, because you were made, you can hear it, sense it. And then Amron says, it would appear so. But Asriel asked softly, what about Elaine? Like, oh. I just... I love that Asriel's concern is Elaine. I love it too, but also my stomach just dropped. I was I like, oh, shit. Like, nobody thought about her. No. Which can't be good. It can't be good! So, I just... This is, like, such an intense moment. Like, Nesta just, like, immediately bursts into a run for the mm-hmm. tent. They all run there. And I just, again... Uh, in some ways, I'm always going to be a little annoyed that Nesta took such good care of Elaine and didn't Feyre. But, mm-hmm. like, it's just so sweet how much she loves Elaine. Yeah. She just, I can just picture her, like, taking off running. I'm shocked and, that she didn't even think about this before. Like, I figured true. Nesta would have been, like, as soon as everybody else started coming out, where's Elaine? Like, she's exactly. always, where's Elaine? Where's Elaine? Where's Elaine? Yeah. So when she didn't, when... Asriel's the one that has to ask where's Elaine I was like Nesta you suck right now like (laughs) you're not your typical self right well I think she's so like she was so exhausted from what went before that her brain is not right and I'm not blaming Nesta for this I'm just saying absolutely not but it is surprising because like that's her usual like modus operandi but it wasn't in this moment no um so they get to Elaine's tent and she's not there no and the sheets and blankets are still warm and they realize that that cauldron had Lord Elaine out. With, like, the nightmare that Farah had. Thought it was a nightmare. So, basically, like, the cauldron appeared as Grayson, saying that he still loved her, they could work it out, whatever. And Elaine went to it. I just... <sighs> it reminds me of the the creature that Farah saw in book one that looked like her father. Do you remember mm, that? He was, I like, do. outside of the house, like, yeah. trying to lure her out. It's like, your deepest desires yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a similar energy, which is so creepy. Yeah. And then Reese goes, Reese like winnows to the edge of the forest and finds Elaine's cloak. So she is gone. <sighs> I know. Okay. One more chapter. Last one. Last one for this week. Um, this is, I, this was like a screaming chapter for yes. me. Um, so I said, a plan to get Elaine back is formed most epically. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. this felt just like very epic it i don't did. know why but it, it does it has this that is energy. when the music changes in yep. the show and they're like dah, 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 dah. you know what i mean we get real <laughs> intense yep. but what'd you notice 
I I had lots of screaming like exclamation points. I was like, this is it's a super creative plan. Yeah. Um, I'm just like curious how it will go wrong because plans never go right. I know. But I freaking love Azrael for stepping up. I love him. Oh, so good. So they're all like standing around this tent, basically panicking. Mm-hmm. And Nesta's just like, she's gone. Like yep. we've lost her because mm-hmm. she just saw what this army looks like, and they're like, you're never. We're never getting her back. Right. And this is when it said, from the shadows near the entrance to the tent, Azriel said, as if in answer to some unspoken debate, I'm getting her back. And Nesta says, then you will die. Azriel only repeated, rage glazing that stare, I'm getting her back. With the shadows, he might stand a chance of slipping in, but there were rewards to consider, and ancient magic, and the king with those spells, and the cauldron... And so, like, Feyre's thinking about this, and then she goes, I stood, met Asriel's wrathful stare. I'm going with you. Asriel only nodded. And I'm just like, you go, you too! Oh, so good. Um, But before that, I wanted to point out that, um, I thought this was, like, a really interesting quote. Um, It said, Nesta had stolen something vital from the cauldron, and in these moments, Nesta had hunted it down for us. The cauldron had learned what it was had learned what was vital to her so the cauldron had stolen something in return i don't like this cauldron i know but i was like that's fascinating like this is this is the one thing that you could take from nesta that will one thing that will destroy her and break her and it it did it took took elaine oh i hate it Mm -hmm. um okay so as and Feyre are gonna go save her Mm -hmm. and then so cassian says you'll never get far enough into the camp and Feyre's response is, I'm going to walk right in. Mm-hmm. And Feyre has a plan. Brilliant. So brilliant. So Feyre takes one of Azriel's blue siphons, mm-hmm. takes some silver candlesticks, and goes to see a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. And essentially makes herself look like Ianthe. She transforms. Like, she doesn't glamour. She literally transforms herself into Ianthe. She's amazing. And I love that she's like, Azrael, I need your siphon. And he just hands it. Like, there's yes. literally not a question asked. It's just like, here you go. Whatever you need. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. Let's go. It's yep. his high lady. I know. Okay, so we're ready to go. And Reese gives a pep talk. Well, so they can't winnow in or out because of the wards in place. So they're going right. to have to walk right in, which is cool with because she looks just like Ianthe. Yep, she ha- they have their way in. Mm-hmm. And he starts his pep talk. He says, Ianthe sold out your sisters. It's only fitting that you use her to get Elaine back. And I was like, oh, that's so good. I love it. And then, okay, it's just this. Yeah. Give the pep talk. <clears throat> this moment, it says, he gripped the sides of my face, bringing us nose to nose. This moment. Mm-hmm. Picturing it so deeply. He says, do not get distracted. Do not linger. You are a warrior, and a warrior knows when to pick their fights. They took what is ours, and we do not allow those crimes to go unpunished. You do not fear. You do not falter. You do not yield. You go in, you get her, and you come out again. Remember that you are a wolf, and you cannot be caged. Oh, so freaking good. I, Farah, I'm going to need you to write this down. I know. And say this to me whenever I need a pep talk. <laughs> like, this needs to become our, like, group pep talk. Like, you need a pep talk? Yeah. I got it's it. so good. I got it. So good. Oh, I love I'm inspired. So I feel like I can go, like, conquer something right now. I know. Now. I was like, somebody come at me because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, so good. Um, and so after his pep talk with Farah, he speaks to Asriel 
and he just gives him straight orders. Yeah. He goes, you get them in and out again, Shadow Singer. I don't care how many of them you have to kill to do it. They both come out. And Asriel says, I swear it, High Lord. And it's just a very formal moment, but I love it. I know. So I'm like, oh, let's go. <sighs> so, Asriel and Feyre. Mm-hmm. Winnowing. And I, I didn't write it down, but I know she points out that his winnowing is, like, so different than, yes. like, every, what she's done with, like, Reese and more and yeah. herself. So she says, Asriel's dark breeze was different from Reese's, colder, sharper. It cut through the world like a blade, spearing us toward that army camp. Because it's interesting thing. So it's like, Asriel can't winnow. Mm-hmm. He has his own unique power because of his shadows. Right. It's not the same thing. Right. It's like a different kind of winnowing. Yeah. Because so. something was said earlier about how Illyrians can't winnow. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, because Illyrians don't really have magic. Right. Except for the day before. Well, that's. Well, they, they have like power. Yeah. They have power. They mm-hmm. don't have like magic in the way that like Reese right. or like High Fae do. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. Because they have the siphons. Yeah. To, like, control so there's, there's power, energy. but yeah. not necessarily like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really interesting that right as they're winning, winnowing away, it says um, that more appeared, breathless, between the tent flaps. Her eyes went to me, then the shadow, slinger, shadow singer, and flared with shock and fear. But we were gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, you missed your chance. Hope this isn't yep. the last time you see them. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then so they mm-hmm. land right by the camp mm-hmm. because Nesta was able to tell them where they were. And they head into Highburn's army. Well, and Azrael like becomes her shadow. The flip. I was like, do you like what? <laughs> like do you just become invisible? Like I don't know what that means. Are you like crawling on the ground like the shadow walking? Like it's I don't so know. crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, they walk straight it. into Highburn's camp, and I cannot wait for next week. I know the cliffhangers. Um, okay, so next week we're gonna do chapter sixty-five through 68 okay title tbd but it's getting so good yes oh my goodness and we only so this season is going to be 16 episodes so we only have three more episodes left mm. we're almost done with season three. Oh my gosh but i feel like the the last chapters are always the most intense for all these I books know. So it's like what what it's what? action-packed action-packed so we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye! Bye!